Hello and welcome back to Getting There, where we're always surviving, we're sometimes thriving, and we are just trying our best to make it. I'm Amanda and I'm here with my co-host. And I'm Ellie and this podcast is produced by Her Campus at Loyola University Chicago. So we are officially heading into finals week here at Loyola, so for this episode we wanted to talk about how our finals are going to look this year and just share a little bit about how we prepare for them. And we know for most college students, finals week is like the most stressful week of the semester. And I think a lot of us are really burned out with academic fatigue already, which we talked about in our last episode. Yeah, definitely. So I know I am just, yeah, I'm just ready for the work to be over with. Um, But Amanda, how are you feeling with the end of the semester coming up? Yeah, I think I'm definitely with you there. Um, Online classes have been a really tough adjustment for me to make. um, And I'm definitely just ready to like check everything off my list and just kind of be done with it for the semester. Um, I have actually enjoyed quite a few of my classes this semester, so I'm a bit sad that those are ending, but um, for most of my classes, the end literally could not go soon enough. Um, No, yeah. It's just, it's been a lot. It's hard. It's been a tough semester for sure, Um, and I am in desperate need of a nice long Christmas break to just refresh, not have to worry about anything, and hopefully come back more prepared for online classes next semester now that I've kind of like dipped my toe in a bit um but yeah thanksgiving break is such a tease (laughs) i know because i like took the whole week off of just like like i probably did a total of two hours of homework over that break Mm -hmm. and then i had to like readjust back into like doing my classes doing schoolwork. like it was such a tease having that break and then having to like go back into your like class routine yeah and i hated it (laughs) and even though it is like a break from classes there's still like assignments and deadlines like looming over you the whole time so it's not even really that yeah relaxing and then yeah you're out of it for a week getting emails yeah, you're out of yeah. it for a week, and then you gotta gotta get right back into it for finals. So. Yeah, like it was really hard to just relax, even on the time that I did have off, because I was like, oh my god, my school's still emailing me. Like my professors like still expect me to turn things in on time. Like I can't just throw on the towel now. Right. I have like as, two weeks. As like, badly as I wanted to, that was just not an option. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's been rough. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying some of your classes though. Which ones have you enjoyed the most? Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, an English class this semester that I really loved I just I've loved all of the books that we've read for this class and um, we meet synchronously on zoom and we just have really like good class discussions um, even though we're over zoom and not in person I just have really appreciated the way that my professor has like facilitated class discussions and stuff like that um so that one that's I good. am it's, definitely sad hope it's not on forum posts <laughs> you know it's not forum posts that's what's so great about it thank god um <laughs> so yeah definitely sad for that one to be ending but you know I'm sure there will be good classes in the coming semesters as well so yeah we have hope we're very positive over here <laughs> yeah we're trying we're trying um, our best <laughs> yeah well, what do your finals look like? Because I feel like us as juniors and seniors have kind of a different end of the semester. I don't want to say routine, but like the process is just different as like mm-hmm. when you're a freshman or like sophomore, you're taking mostly general classes, right. like your tier two, like sociology, like theology, like science, those kinds of things. And I feel like I spent more time like studying for like or memorizing like hardcore facts and stuff for like an exam period but now I'm doing right. like more project-based yeah things. for sure yeah what does your schedule look like then for finals week yeah definitely same for me I only have one exam this semester actually I 
am in an environmental science class this semester that is a like a core class um but we actually the final is optional depending on how well you did on the other exams in the semester Ooh. so i am not taking that um but i do nice. have yes i do have one other exam that i do have to take but then i have four projects that are due which is like i don't know i don't know how i feel about projects versus exams because they both have pros and cons you know projects are just a lot of like yeah. planning that you have to do especially one of them for me this semester is a group project so there's a lot of like coordination mm-hmm. that's involved and like you really have to like set time aside to work on it and to like get it done um yeah however it is nice to just like turn it in because you can turn it in early if you are that kind of person I am likely yeah, not so going to do that there's a little more flexibility yeah <laughs> and then you can just you can just check it off your list and you'll be done with it um so that's nice whereas exams like there's a lot of the same kind of like prep period but then you there's the stress of like having to take the exam <laughs> so yeah because I find like test taking itself like is a skill like oh, you have to sure. kind of calm your nerves and able to to like recall information and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I always thought that was the most stressful part of finals like it wasn't the fact that I had to like memorize all this information it was that I have to like go take a test and like mm-hmm. sit in our lecture hall full of like 200 students like all being silent and like taking the same test like it's very very stressful oh, yeah, definitely. so I don't like it because of that yeah but I'm like such a type a person that I really like like I don't want to say like black and white things but I'm like okay I know like all the material when it's like for a test like I've taken detailed notes throughout the semester so I usually am so much more like or less intimidated to prepare for those mm-hmm. than I am for, like, a project. Because the projects usually have some sort of, like, creative yeah. foundation. And you have to, like, actually spend time, like, thinking of an idea for it. Right. <laughs> and that can be hard. <laughs> I have found, though, that I feel like you have probably experienced something similar being ad PR. But especially for journalism and some of the other communications classes that I've taken. Like, the stuff that you learn isn't necessarily in an exam format like I'm in a design class this semester um like doing Mm. layouts for newspapers and stuff and I don't know how we could possibly have an exam for that so like that's why exactly that's why we're doing a project for that class and I think a lot of my other classes are are similar in that way Mm -hmm. yeah my visual communication classes are very much like that where it's like you are creating like a final piece like a final like product of like art basically mm-hmm. as like the end assignment because they can't test you on like oh how well do you know photoshop right <laughs> like, exactly exactly that kind of thing yeah it can be definitely like fun to like work at your own pace a little bit too with projects mm-hmm. and I feel like I've learned a lot about like my own style of like I guess project management yeah <laughs> like how I do yeah. that which can be rewarding yeah I ways. agree and it's nice to just like make yeah. a little checklist all the components that you need to do yeah. and like once you do them you can I'm a big I, I feel like I've said it like five times already today like I'm a big list oh, maker love checking things, things off yeah sometimes I write down things I've already done just to check them oh, off oh me like, too in my me too <laughs> especially if I if I feel like really unproductive like that that day that I haven't done enough I'm like okay I ate breakfast checked it off the list yes. <laughs> like everything yeah honestly <laughs> so if funny. that works for you like I don't see a problem with that why not I do the same exact thing yeah and it just it makes I love it it makes it a little makes days a little bit easier yeah so great 
Well, I feel like this week is one of the most stressful weeks for college students. Like, I feel like it has this big, I don't know, not stereotype, but, like, there's just such a, like, energy around finals time Mm -hmm, when people are usually just so stressed out and, like, just at their wit's end. But because we're, like, not on campus right now, I haven't, like, seen that kind of, like, vibe from people because I haven't seen anyone. Right. (laughs) So it's such a weird, it's such a weird, like, experience to have just because in, like, semesters past, like, the energy on campus would be so different. Like, people would be packed in the IC. Yeah. Like, people who hadn't gone to the IC all semester would go to spend all-nighters. I know, and I was so pissed when I could never find a seat at the IC. I'm like, listen, I've been coming here all semester. Like, this is my territory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, Um, I definitely... But, yeah, can we talk about, like, the stress of it and, like, how unhealthy it is for students? Oh, it's so unhealthy. I seriously, I remember freshman year, like, first semester when it came finals time, um, my academic advisor said that she has literally had to take students to the hospital for consuming too much coffee and not enough, like, food and water. Like, that's how much stress is put on students that, like... They feel like they need to just be constantly wow. going through this entire week with no breaks, and it has some disastrous effects. Like, that's crazy. I drink like a lot of coffee, so I'm like thinking, how much would it actually take to go to the hospital? Oh, like, that's probably so. Yeah, much. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I like, I need three mm-hmm. cups a day to even function as a normal human being. So, to, yeah, <laughs> to put me in the hospital yeah. would be quite a bit of coffee. That is crazy, though. No, I just think there's, like, a stigma around, like, the week. It's, like, it has to be something that's super stressful, and it has to be, like, difficult or hard, and, like, I just feel like that doesn't need to be the case. Like, I don't think that has to be, like, realistically what everyone's week looks like. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have, like, good study-taking skills and you prepare ahead of time, and, like, also if you, like, have already been doing your classes and, like, paying attention and stuff, I don't think it should... I mean, I don't think it needs to be, like, such a stressful thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I definitely agree with that. And I feel like, I don't know if it's because, like you were saying, we don't have the the on-campus energy right now, but I actually feel Mm -hmm. like this finals week is, like, one of the most, one of the least stressful ones that I've had. So I'm I'm grateful for that this semester, I will say. Um, Yeah. But I think it's because I've prepared and, like, I... Like I said, I have projects that I've been kind of like gradually working toward all semester. And so it's just kind of like a natural progression kind of thing. Um, right. And I think I'm definitely going to take this like this energy, this like strategy that I've that I've created into future semesters, because if every finals week was like this finals week, I would be so happy. <laughs> Right, like, I think I would be so much more successful if, like, everything felt, like, so at at ease Mm -hmm. as I do right now, you know? I haven't actually been stressing that much about it. Like, I feel like I have enough time to get all my projects done. Right. Like, yes, they're hard projects and, like, I'm doing hard things, but I feel like I have the time to, like, get it done and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like there is a lot of pressure to, like produce something that is like your best work oh a lot of times I definitely agree I definitely agree like to get the good grade and like all that and I just don't have the motivation to really be like at my best yeah right now I for so long have put so much pressure on myself that I need to like perform 
perfectly on every exam and it's like if I don't know this like tiny little bit of information like I won't do well um and it's just it's so it's hard to function that way it's hard to think that way and it just never yeah it just puts so much pressure on yourself and that's one of the things that I think I haven't done so much this semester because with like online exams and projects there's there's resources available to me um right so I am definitely putting less pressure on myself this semester but I've definitely been there I feel like yeah it's never like a healthy like thinking pattern or or thought pattern like it just sends me into spirals of like oh my god am I not doing enough like am I not doing this right like all of that Mm -hmm. and at this point like I just don't need to be questioning like my ability or like my capability to do it because I know I can right like deep down yeah. you know and it doesn't have to be perfect because nothing's perfect I focus on perfection just way too much <laughs> yeah I agree you know I agree and I'm always the yeah. person that's telling my friends like you don't have to do perfectly like your grades yeah. don't define you like put your mental health first and then I'm over here in the IC at three <laughs> in the morning drinking too much coffee like I am such a hypocrite yeah. in that way um no same I'm like like if my friend like came and told me they like did bad on a test or like didn't get the grade they wanted on like a paper like I just know I would be so compassionate to them but with myself I'm like oh my god I got like a b minus like are you kidding yeah like I would just take that and like I put that on myself like it's my own like fault yes. when like in reality there could be so many other factors as to why I didn't get like a perfect grade mm-hmm. like it doesn't always, it always have to do with you either like the professor could just be really tough right or, like maybe you didn't understand the concept as well as you thought because they didn't teach it to you as well as like they should have like yeah. it could be so many other things yeah it doesn't I have literally to be, like, a personal okay failure. this is a fun little story um I yes a couple of weeks ago I was I'm in this I'm in words I'm in a contemporary critical theory class um for my English major and it's hard it's just like it has challenged me in a way that classes have never challenged me before um because it's very theoretical it's not like concrete and it's just it's a difficult thing Mm -hmm. to grasp um and I ended up calling my dad in tears a few weeks ago because I had um, not done well on two quizzes in a row and I was yeah. like I just don't know what to do like I don't know like this is just the hardest class that I have been in so far and not that it's like a lot of work but like I said it's just it's difficult to grasp um, which is not something that I've ever had an issue with before and my dad just said look like you're not you're not going to get everything like that's just not a realistic expectation to set for yourself and if you know Mm -hmm. that you have put the work in and that you've done all that you can do bad grades are just going to happen and that's okay and I was like wow (laughs) that is something that I have really (laughs) never considered but it's so simple it's really as simple as that if you're putting in the work and you're and you know that you're doing all that you can do then then it's just going to happen. And then I d- later yeah. discovered that my professor is dropping the two lowest quizzes. So, <laughs> heck yeah. Saving okay, grace. so it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. I love that little story. It's like a good reminder that like, yeah, it's just a grade. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really a representation of like how hard you worked or how much growth you've shown. Like, mm-hmm. those are the things that count the most. 
not just like the score yeah on a test and my dad um was a computer science major in college and he's told me so many times that like and my mom was also actually a computer science major in college um not at the same college though but anyway they both have individually told me that like they failed some of their computer science classes and like that was their major and that was what they were like passionate about and they failed them and had to retake them and like look at where they are now like they're successful like adults with funk with jobs like right that makes me feel so much better yeah yeah there's just so much pressure yeah in the moment to like perform perfectly I think you really have to step back and think big picture like is this one final really gonna like affect my career later on in life like (laughs) right I also think about my GPA a lot which people like I don't it was a big deal in high school because like you had to sometimes have a certain GPA to get into colleges right and I know, like, in the real world, like, your GPA is not as as important. People are looking for, like, your experiences and, like, your skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, my brain's, like, that shows that you're smart. Like, that's yeah. what I tell myself all the time. And I'm, like, it's it's not a real, like, measurement of how intellectual I am. Right. I know that factually. <laughs> but sometimes I just feel like it's a really important thing and it causes me a lot of stress. Yeah. It's times. definitely easy to fall down that rabbit hole for sure. Yeah. Same yeah. with, like, test scores Sometimes and just, stuff, especially standardized tests. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to think that that, oh that, that number defines your intelligence, but it, it really doesn't. Like, there are so many more things that go into it. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes I just wish all that stuff could go away. I'm like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Mm. Times, were, times were easier when I didn't think about that kind of stuff. Yes, and all I thought about was... <laughs> Like, if one of the One Direction boys would tweet today and I would miss it. Like, that was what I was worried about, like, genuinely. (laughs) Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days, man. I, like, made my roommates watch a Harry Styles music video last night, and they absolutely loved it. It was the Golden music video. Incredible. And I just, like, when I, like, tell people about Harry Styles, like, I feel like I'm showing them, like, a secret or, like, something, like, so close to my heart that it's, like, so personal because I love him so much. Like, I seriously, One Direction. I have feelings for him. Never met this man in my life, but I literally have feelings for him. Never. Oh my gosh. I actually came across like one of my old Facebook posts from when I think I was in middle school. Um, and it just popped up on like my Facebook memories because it gives you like a timeline and stuff like that. It was probably from like eight years ago, like so long. And it was something I had posted about like, hey, like, if you guys don't like One Direction, like, you just need to tell me that you don't like me talking about it. Like, I don't appreciate anyone making fun of me for liking Harry Styles. Like, it was something to that extent. Oh, my god! Because I remember I was so obsessed with them. I would talk about it 24-7, and people started to get annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, you can't possibly love him that much. And I was like, you're wrong. Listen. (laughs) Literally wrong. That's so sad, though, that people would, like, make fun of you for just for liking One Direction. No, it was kind of messed up, and my friends, if you're listening to this now, I don't blame you. I think they, it was just one of those, like, times in your life where everyone's going through puberty, and, like, liking certain things was cool, and liking other things wasn't cool. You know what I mean? So people were judgy. Yeah, I can see (laughs) that. I still, I still lived out my One Direction days to their fullest, nonetheless. I had, I, like, hated Justin Bieber for no reason other than I thought it was cool to hate Justin Bieber and now I look back and right. I'm like, you know what? He had some bops. Like, he had some good music. Yeah, he was not bad. 
similarly, people hate on Taylor Swift a lot, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of words to say about that because I am a huge stan of hers. Um, but I think people have hated on her for, like, no reason in the past. And I think as an artist, like, that just comes with the job. Yeah. <laughs> like, people aren't going to like you. But what would you say, like, what Harry Styles song represents your mood for this final season as we're going into it? Ooh, I love this. Okay, so my Harry Styles song for this semester would be um, Canyon Moon, specifically for the line, staring at the ceiling, two weeks and I'll be home. Because that was me. Less I love than- that. I... I'm very impressed that you recalled that line. I like, that actually is one of my favorite me. songs on the album. I feel I think it's very underrated. Really? I mean, obviously the whole album yeah. is perfection, but I I'm a big fan of that mm-hmm. one and I think it um it doesn't get as much attention as some of the other songs. I agree. It's very it has a really like catchy and like upbeat tune, which I appreciate as well. Yeah. Like compared to some of like the slower, like sadder songs, which are also mm-hmm. good, but a little depressing. Yeah. Um, I would say if I had to choose one, I'm going to go with Fine Line because I think it's the last song on the album. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and this is like our last week of the semester, finals week. And, you know, the lyric will be all right. Yeah. I, I like that because I need to remind myself of that thing right now. I love that. that That's such a good right. one. Yeah. What yeah. about One Direction If song? I had to choose a One Direction song... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the other path and say heart attack because I still have anxiety about the week yeah. ahead. Yeah, oh, I'm that's finishing the semester, so heart attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, me. I feel like earlier I was like, oh, I am feeling good about this finals week. Like, yeah, I'm feeling good, but I am also, I still have anxiety like that. <laughs> don't know if I <laughs> yeah. touched on that, but <laughs> it's still present. Um, so based off of that, um, my One Direction song would be Ready to Run because I am ready to run away from my responsibilities. Yes, I love that. I think we need to celebrate by listening to all of One Direction's discography as soon as we're done with finals. Yeah. What, what day is your last final Um, project? Okay, listen to how terrible this is. I only have to take one (laughs) exam and that exam is in the 4.15 p.m. Saturday slot. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, the last slot of yeah. finals. That's the worst. Yeah. I remember having to, having to do that too. And um, it was the last one and I was a sophomore and I was like moving out of campus housing because I was going abroad the next semester. Mm-hmm. So my parents were here to like pick me up. Like we were packing up all my stuff and like I had to leave to go downtown to take this like final. Wait, like, stop. The same Saturday. exact thing happened to me. Yeah. First semester, sophomore Same. year, I was moving out, getting ready to study abroad. Oh my god. Four fifteen PM downtown. Yep. That is terrible. <laughs> We're living the same the life. School of calm, man. Yeah, we are living the same life. Oh, oh yeah, we need to talk about going abroad on one of these podcast episodes. We really do. And I had a our cultural experiences. Yeah, I had a very unique abroad experience. <laughs> Since I was yeah, I think people need to hear that. Spring 2020, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Anyway, all of this I'm Harry Styles One Direction was just to remind you that sometimes you need a break from from finals things. Yeah, definitely. I'm thinking about getting like some of my friends Harry Styles inspired Christmas gifts. That would and be amazing. Christmas shopping online. 
Yeah, it's been like my saving grace. It just is such a nice relaxer. Oh, I put I on did. my blue light glasses. Yes, wearing them right <laughs> I now. I scroll on my computer. Yes. <laughs> I spent so much money on Black Friday um, on online shopping, and it was literally all for me. I didn't buy any gifts for anybody else. <gasps> oh my gosh. Just... No, that's amazing, though. I think we need to normalize giving ourselves Christmas presents. Yeah. Like, I totally agree. Why don't we do that? I totally agree. Yeah, I need to buy one right now. Maybe I should buy one. I've seen these Harry Styles candles where it's like, I don't know what the, it's like the Virgin Mary, like on a candle, yes. but it's Harry Styles' mm-hmm. face. Yep, I know exactly I what you're talking so about. I it's so funny. Like, I don't know if that's really sacrilegious, but I want it. Like, <laughs> I want to get one with Dolly Parton on it. Oh, yes. She's such a queen. I love her. Love Dolly Parton. I saw something about this is really random and off topic, but I saw something about how like Hannah Montana is based off of Dolly Parton's life because when she is like in her hometown, she like doesn't wear her wig and like dresses like normally and stuff like that. But then obviously she wears a wig and is like Dolly Parton when she's like a performer. And I'm like, okay, so it's just Hannah Montana. That's so like, funny. Oh my gosh. The same person. <laughs> yeah, and Dolly Parton is also Miley Cyrus's godmother. Yes. So it's just full circle. Yeah. So full circle. What a great yeah. episode. Yes. We're really just Miley Cyrus also dropped a new album. Did she? Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. She'll listen to it. <laughs> I heard her cover of um, Heart of Glass. Is that what it's called? Heart of Glass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like didn't know any of the words in that song until I heard her sing it. And I was like, oh, I can actually hear like specific words in this song. <laughs> same no same and now I find it so much more enjoyable that I can hear the words Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but yeah I'm just reverting back to my middle school one direction loving self at this point yeah same like that's what it's like going home for like a break Mm -hmm. like I just know I I become my my high school middle school self again oh my gosh (laughs) I was literally when I was at home over break I was telling my roommates this earlier I can't even remember what it was but I was reading something that was like, oh, you have to be 18 years or older. And I was like, oh, darn. And I was like, wait a second. I am literally <laughs> 20 years old. Like, why am I still? I think it was just the energy of being home. Yeah. No, that's funny. Sometimes I forget I'm, like, legally old enough to drink, too, when I'm home. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking about how, like, I could go to the liquor store and buy myself alcohol if I wanted like, that's something that I just never think about doing when I'm at home because that was never allowed right. <laughs> in high school, you know? So crazy. It's when weird. I was coming back. And you still from... have, like, all of your childhood, like, things in your room that remind you of your childhood. Mm-hmm. So that is <laughs> That is specifically why I came back to my apartment for these two weeks um, because I just knew that I would not be able to, like, do any of my projects or perform well on exams if I was in my childhood bedroom. Um, so I, one of my roommates lives probably like 20 minutes away. So we carpooled together. Guess what we listened to the entire ride back to Chicago. One Direction. What was it? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, what's your favorite album out of all of them? Um, I think four. Four is solid. It is actually maybe my favorite too. It's a close tie between that and Midnight Memories for me. It's because hard to. I just remember when Midnight Memories dropped, like, I was ecstatic. Like, oh, I just same. I knew it was going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just amazing. But four is also, like, so good. It's oh, hard yeah. to when pick a favorite. When they dropped Steal My Girl. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
the the music yes. video with Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone needs to go watch the Steal My Girl music video with Danny DeVito. It is literally a cinematic masterpiece. They really did that. <laughs> they literally went out in the desert, and Danny DeVito was like, okay, we need to have a bunch of random stuff here. Like, everyone just do random things. Random flash mobs. Like, it's just chaos, but it's so good. Oh. The best song ever music video, though, that's my favorite, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's really cute. That's such a storyline. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't know if I've asked you. I feel like I have, but I don't remember. Who was, like, your favorite, like, of band members? Like, were you a Harry girl or, like, a Nile girl? I was definitely a Harry girl all the way, for sure. Okay. Love to hear it. When I first started out, I was a Liam girl. Oh, really? Yeah, very surprising, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's probably my least favorite member, if I have to be honest. Yeah. Like, I love you, Liam, but, like, he's gone through some questionable phases mm-hmm. since the band broke up. Yes, definitely. Um, So I'm Harry girl all the way. I remember, like, having a Harry Styles cardboard cutout in my room in high school. Oh, my gosh. And um, on Harry's birthday, it was, like, his... I don't even know. He was probably young, like, 20 or something birthday. I had all my One Direction fan friends, like, come over to my house. We had, like, a cake for him. Like, we celebrated his birthday with my cardboard <laughs> cutout. Like, That's I have the a picture of us all, like, gathered heard. around him. Like, oh, my God, I love you, Harry. It was so funny. That should be our next like, Her <laughs> Campus event is a Harry Styles birthday party. Yes. Oh my god, I would love that. No, I love planning parties and stuff like that too. And I was like, I obviously have to celebrate my boyfriend's birthday, mom. Right. Get him a cake. (laughs) She was like, what the heck, Ellie? Also, like, I would wake up in the middle of the night and, like, see a giant cardboard cutout in front of me and it would look like there's a person in my room. So I would be like, oh my god, I'm so scared. And then I'd be like, oh my god, it's just Harry. Oh, it's just you, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Just him in my room. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, did you ever, like, I don't know where there was one. There was a 1D store at Mall of America, and I'm from Minnesota, so I remember, like, in middle school, they had, like, a pop-up store, and it had all this One Direction merchandise, and it was such a big deal, um, and my friends and I, like, we got picked up from school, like, one of her moms, like, drove us to the Mall of America, and we all, like, wore One Direction shirts and, like, went in and took all these pictures because they had all of this merchandise everywhere, and it was just such, like, a... <laughs> such a cool experience i remember like crying in the middle of the store that sounds amazing i wish i could have experienced that i feel like they opened up the 1d stores in like new york or something as well yeah we were really lucky to get one at mom america yeah it was crazy in minnesota (laughs) i love that yeah in minnesota i also remember going to a one direction concert in chicago because i think it was for midnight memories um they toured and they didn't come to Minneapolis, I think. Mm. So my mom and I just took a trip. And, like, I had no clue that that's where someday I would end up going to college, right? That's so but, fun. Like, I was exploring, I was exploring the downtown area, like, going to see One Direction. And it was so cute. Like, I love that. Good Such memories. good memories. I didn't actually get to go to Did a you concert ever? until mm-hmm. um, the Where We Are tour. Was that the last one? Or was yeah, it? Oh, no, no, no. It was so. On the Road Again. On the Road Again. And so Zane. Oh yeah, on the road again. Zane had left at that point. Sad. Yeah, I remember seeing them when Zane had left. I think it's so impressive that they carried out the tour without him. Like, yeah. When he dropped like mid. Mm-hmm. Wow, so much work. Yeah. But yeah, it was still really good. Like they're great performers. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're actually so talented because listening to them live, like you would think it was a recorded album. Like they're they're so good. <laughs> 
Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, people, like, questioned the fact that I was listening to them when I was growing up. Like, I have uncles that have, like, really, like, kind of, like, an older music taste, and it's refined, and they were like, what is my niece, like, doing obsessing over this stupid boy band? Yeah, there's such a stigma around boy bands. Yeah, ever since like, like, teenage girls liking boy bands. Yeah, ever since, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys that were, like, kind of auto-tuned, I feel like everyone thinks that boy bands now are just, like, no talent, like, only in it for the looks, but, like... One Direction is yeah, so talented. Just like, Same with Five Seconds of right, Summer. And they're all just like a passing like craze or like a fad kind of thing. Like they're not, they're going to have like 15 minutes of fame and then they're going to fizzle out. I think right. it's like the stereotype as well. But One Direction had sustained fame yeah, for years. Five and they still albums. do. Their fandom is huge. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But I think we need to end that little like trope of like teenage girls can't like boy bands and these boy bands can't be talented i know i agree i agree like we need to do better (laughs) and i feel like that invalidates like both the fans and the performers like let's let's stop doing that you heard it here first folks let's stop doing that we are ending the stigma around boy bands any more middle school girls (laughs) to make sad facebook posts like i did eight years ago okay <laughs> let them love what they love <laughs> uh i love that i love just the okay. progression of this episode from finals and anxiety <laughs> to our sheer love of one direction yeah. it makes sense though I'm you like, know thinking, like how do we it does because one direction is at the end of the day what gets me through most things harry styles at yes. least i love him yeah, make a playlist that includes all of One Direction's discography, and then you're good to go. Yeah. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. All right. Well, if you got this far in our episode and listened to us rave about One Direction for about 15 minutes, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank um, you for, we hope. for entertaining this, yeah. this little finals distraction <laughs> for us. <laughs> exactly thank you for listening to getting there uh once again i'm ellie i'm amanda and this podcast is produced by her campus at loyola university chicago see you next time